0: The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. We've had a previous podcast where we talked about uh, basically emotional regulation and how that's been something that you and your family have had to work on or work with. Yeah. Your oldest, who is five. And we've talked about this a while ago, but I wanted to follow up and see where things are at now. Um, And if you could just give a quick recap to everybody who may not have heard the first one of kind of like, hey, this is what's going on. But this is where how far we've come and where we are, because I think um, that's something that a lot of parents deal with. And I don't think it's discussed as often as maybe we would like because, you know, nobody wants to be judged. Maybe people are embarrassed. Maybe they think it's not a normal part of growing up. So hit me with the facts, girl.
1: What's happening in our lives? Um, Let's see. Well, we have done um, two or three months of counseling, I think. Maybe not quite three, but definitely two. Um, We go only a couple times a month. So it's not like it's like super urgent or anything like that, but have really, really found um, some nice space with the counselor that we're working with. And quite honestly, you know, and I'd say this about our podcasts, our podcasts are sometimes therapy sessions for me, right? Because moms don't get a chance to like just vent to each other in a safe space with no kids running around and (laughs) that kind of thing. So as you know, um, you're my number one therapist, um, whether you want to be or not. Mm -hmm. And But this lady that we are working with, um, certainly senses when I need to sit and talk and coach me through some of my questions or some of my feelings or just kind of the bigness of, of this. And it's maybe not even bigness of, you know, raising a five-year-old who is like, um, what's the word? Jeez, I forgot it. It's, um, Highly sensitive. Sorry. It's oh, okay. The, yeah. The highly sensitive person. So, um, that's one thing that she like drilled it. She found in, or, you know, brought to us like immediately, like in the first session or two, like, have you heard, have you read about highly sensitive people? Have you read these books? And so we have the books and we're reading it and, um, and doing that, but that's one thing she narrowed in on right away and it's so true like all of the things that we've read um and then applying that back to and thinking about you know five years with my son is like oh yeah like the highly sensitive person it's not a diagnosis it's just a thing right like 20 percent of the people have it um and that's something that like really matches with the things that we've seen we've seen he's like he's always been overly sensitive to really loud noises Um, but also in like heightened spaces where like he just, he's got so many sensory inputs and he just kind of freezes and you kind of need to just let him process and get through it and give him like safe inputs and let him get to a spot. So really, really appreciate like just at least getting some answers and, and being able to name something, right? To say, okay, we've got this. Um, and then another thing that I don't know if we talked about last time was that she asked for us to do an, um, a food antibodies assessment, basically an allergy test, because even though like, if you would have asked me, you know, at any point in his life, like, the kid can eat everything, right? Like, Which is funny because I'm gluten-free, my daughter is lactose intolerant, but this kid, like, he can eat everything, like, couldn't, doesn't live without, you know, first thing, 6 a.m. every morning, it's like his routine, right? He comes downstairs, he says, good morning to us, Hey, can I turn on TV? Hey, can I have some milk? Like every morning without fail. Like we've never said no, Right. Right. So like, that's just his routine. That's what he does to start his day. And he gets a little like, just relax and TV time and, and gets his milk. And that's like the only thing that's, you know, carried from like, it's the same routine from when they wake up and their babies to, to now, which is super fun. Um, anyway, so she asked us to do an antibodies assessment and I work with a um, I go see an acupuncturist who's also a naturopath. Naturopaths are really, really great resources for this kind of um, work in testing. They totally understand it. So, my acupuncturist now slash naturopath that we um, are seeing as a family uh, did the antibodies assessment. She just did a couple finger pricks for him. Um, pretty easy, not scary, and uh, and we got the test results back a couple weeks later. Now, again, I'm gluten free. He is, uh, my daughter's lactose intolerant. So I was like, okay, so like, we'll just cut. We'll just probably pull him off of those things. That's probably, and we'll be good to go. Um, and I'm sure that's what it's going to see. Sure. Right, right. I'm prepared easy. to walk in and get that information. Right, easy. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Easy if you're already gluten-free, dairy-free, mostly household. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, those came up, but also so did Um, A whole host of things that I didn't even realize caused people inflammation in their bodies Ah. and could be affecting them. And what's important about that is all of these things, even though they don't manifest externally Mm -hmm. in his body, um, like he doesn't doesn't get into anaphylactic shock. We don't get rashes, like no eczema or anything like that. Nothing obvious. Nothing Nothing obvious obvious that I would ever see, except what it's doing is inflammation in his body, in his brain. And like, and how, and that's affecting him cognitively, and it's affecting
0: his behavior.
1: Yes, and it's manifesting in his behavior. So that's where it's actually manifesting. So now that I know that, like, yes, now I can point to that. So the which problem. can
0: I point out is not something that everybody knows is a thing, but it's mind-boggling when you realize, like, something that I'm eating or something I'm putting in my system could yeah. be impacting something that I can't even see.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And, and it's not just me. It's my kids, right? It's my somebody like, so how do you control that? And then how do you teach a five year old that that so the list is, I was looking for it, but I think I have it off of memory now, um, is obviously no wheat, no gluten products, no, but also like certain grains like amaranth, um, barley, um, things and spelt rye, things that are actually found in gluten-free products. So you have to mm-hmm. still be pretty careful with that. Um, so gluten, gluten, wheat, uh, dairy and casein. So the two or lactose and casein. So no milk from cows, um,
0: at no all Morning routine that's out the window now.
1: Yep. Well, I'll get to that. And then, um, let's see, no eggs, So all chicken, egg product, no duck or eggs either, which I've never given my kid a duck egg, but apparently it flagged on the test. Um, So let's see, eggs, wheat, dairy, uh, no soy. So soy uh, came up, which again, huge in all of the, the things. And then those are kind of the biggies. And then there's a lot of like kind of smaller things. But to do a true elimination diet, you have to get rid of everything that causes inflammation and they want us to do it for 90 days, so these other things that I'm like, if I could live with this, this would be fine, like, I could get rid of the big stuff, the big allergens, sure. but yeah. here's, here's what I get to work with, also no corn, no chicken products, no turkey product, um, I said soy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, tomatoes, big inflammation, onion, also inflammation but not garlic because why um so because garlic's amazing like i think that's the big ones so i've got the main allergens minus nuts he can have nuts that's okay. fine he can have shellfish and all fish that's fine he can have other red meat like beef and pork
0: so from an outsider's perspective what does that leave you with Also, from a mom perspective, somebody who likes to be lazy every once in a while, and I just want to give you chicken nuggets, like those kinds of meals are gone. Oh, so
1: gone. Oh, so gone. The whole pantry, I had to clean out the pantry, like clean out a whole shelf and start putting things back one by one if I could deem that they were safe. And certain things, again, I'm gluten free and he can have nuts and things. So like nuts go on there, like potato chips go on the shelf, Um, applesauce goes on the shelf, like canned fruit and things go on the shelf.
0: And this is like, I'm sure a huge shock to you because you're thinking, oh, let's go see a therapist and let's talk about these behavioral things yeah. and figure out what his parents, we need to do to help him deal with it better from a mental capacity. And then all of a sudden people are throwing this dietary restrictions at you. I mean, that's. Yes. And again,
1: like one or two things, no problem. But then freaking right. like everything. Okay. Yeah. So let's start the elimination diet. Well, it's corn dog day, right? Okay. You can't have corn dogs can I find a hot dog that is just beef that has no like mechanically processed Turkey casings or, you know, whatever, mechanically separated. You You can actually, you can find, so like, I think Nathan's hot dogs are all beef, but I actually found like a um, legit, like a few hot dog brands have like an all natural beef, like no added nitrates except for what's naturally occurring. Um, So yes. So like corn dog. Okay. Got that. Oh, yeast yeast is the other one oh, because that's a bitch yeah sorry I'm just gonna it's say okay it.
0: that's just that's the reality of it I'm no. just gonna
1: say it Happening. so all right Happening. so do that so yeah. I go spend a mm, hundred dollars on new foods one night I come back and I'm texting the doctor okay what about these level ones it says corn does that mean like corn starch does that mean all these corn products does that mean what about yeast does that mean this and she's like yeah you gotta get rid of ever like onion powder da 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 dah. I have to go through my spice cabinet and separate spices. I have a whole shelf of shit that I can't cook with and I can't touch for him. And I have a shelf that I can. Like, luckily, I have a shelf that I can, right? Right. right. And I have a shelf in the pantry where a hundred, like, I don't know, I must have spent $200 on foods, just, just trying to find stuff that would work that he could eat because I had to replace snacks and lunches. He cannot eat literally anything from the cafeteria. Oh, Nothing. Which he can't even cool drink milk. Thing. He can eat an apple. Sorry, oh. let me back up. He can eat an apple or peaches or carrot slices, but he can't drink, he can't eat ketchup. He can't eat french fries. He cannot eat uh, ranch sauce. Like, so apples and peanut butter. How many cafeterias do you know only serve apples and peanut butter and are going to ah. be diligent enough to do it? So, no lunches from school for the rest of the night. Eating out is nearly effing impossible. Oh, I'm sure. It is like, I just now review nutritional information for fun because I have to, because it's literally always on my mind. And I realize now
0: that I've gotten to the vent mode of okay. That's this experience, but Cause that sounds, I mean, that sounds like just so aggravating. Well, and I, especially because it's not, you have to change your mindset of like, I'm a parent and I'm going to help my kid fix this. It's not a again, like I said, this, this went from, oh, we think we might have, you know, some like behavioral things we need to address to, uh, now we have to like basically turn our food world and his world upside down because I'm sure he doesn't love this. He probably wants
1: a corn dog. Yeah. He's so good about it though. Like, I mean, he is a really a good rules follower. So when I tell him, and he was there with the doctor with me that day. And when she said, so it wasn't like mommy's now changing her mind. It was like, Matthias, like, this is the doctor saying, do you understand that this is what she's saying? Because I know that you can't tell, but it's hurting your body. Right. And he's like, okay. And he gets the rules. He gets that he has to, gets to have special foods or different kinds of foods now. Um, and that things have kind of changed, but I'm trying to also keep it as normal as possible. I usually packed his lunches for school. So that's yeah. not a huge shift. I'm giving, like, his daycare provider certain things. Like, here's a couple bags of potato chips. Here's some snacks. Just so she always has stuff on hand, and she's not incurring the weight of that. She right. doesn't have to think about it as um, as diligently. And I went into his – thank God the first week of, that we did this, he, they were actually on spring break, oh. which was huge because yeah. that got us like, get set. And also because it was spring break, he already had plans to go to my parents' house mm-hmm. um, for, like, four days of that. And my mom is – super aware of what's in food you know she's a rancher like she's super aware of what's in food she Mm -hmm. also has a freezer full of beef and venison and elk and pork so like I knew that he was going to be in good hands with her and just putting him putting him with her to say like you know she was making his own ketchup and things like was such a huge help for me to like get the house ready and also quite frankly eat some of the stuff that we were having that -hmm. we had in
0: the house that he can't have um so because really, you have to kind of do it for everybody. Otherwise, you're making 17 meals.
1: Well, that and it's not fair to him. Like, if I make pasta with tomato sauce, mm-hmm. and I make plain chickpea pasta with, like, olive oil, he's like, no, I want that. You know, like, why can't I have that? And right. we have those conversations. And we probably have them once or twice a day. Of like, can I please? I would like this. And I'm like, I know, baby. I would love to give it to you, but I just can't right now. Now Easter is coming, so we've uh. got a candy holiday, right? Candy yep. another thing that like no corn products, so no corn starch. She also wants us to stay away from dyes because food dyes mm-hmm. are huge on, are huge for inflammation, right? So red food dye, blue food dye, but most food dyes that do not occur naturally, um, really for some kids, really affect their brain and their behavior. So, yeah. um, she wants us to stay away from quote unquote added sugars and food dyes as best we can. In addition. To these other things, so there are like two candy brands in on like any shelf I've ever seen that like you know that have these natural things. So we're doing you know Easter egg hunts and stuff are coming up. I'm stocking up on little toys and little candies and things that I can swap for um you know for him. So if he brings me chocolate or he brings me candy, because case in point, even after I told the teacher that like he can't have any of these things. Like you are not, do not give him any food in your classroom unless I have given it to you to give to him,
0: which seems like a simple enough rule.
1: That sounds fine. Well then I picked him up from school and he was chewing on an airhead Mm. and I was like, where'd you get candy? And he's like, Oh, my teacher gave it to us today. And I was like, what other candy did you get? And he's like, Oh, I also got M&Ms. I'm like, (sighs) buddy, you can't have either one of those because this one has it's red. It has food dye, which Mm -hmm. he knows. And chocolate has milk and and unfortunately we can't eat those things right now and he was like mom you just didn't tell me that i didn't know right well the next day he goes in and she tries to do the same thing like give give him candy as a reward and he told her he said i can't have that it has dye oh like hallelujah and then he said and i can't have chocolate and i'm like and she I, she gave him a pencil see which is fine great give all That's of the like
0: oh my gosh
1: so which That's is great part. so i i know right so i know he's a good kid i know he's trying to follow the rules i know which he's trying to be sorry, a five old. but he oh can also read so he can read I'm like here's right. the words you need to know gluten free vegan like soy free right like here's right. the things we're looking for and there are some really good brands and i will i've been documenting like pictures of lunches, pictures of meals, pictures Mm -hmm. of things, um, like products and things that I'm finding. So I will put some of those up on the site and also on our Instagram page just to see, like I am not turning into like an allergen free blogger because bless the Lord, there are so many of those actually on the internet that I have found some amazing resources that, Mm -hmm. um, actually do have like allergen free recipes. I live close to Bob's Red Mill, Bob's Red Mill, like has a a, a whole line of gluten-free flours and products. So I, yeah, I spent a a bunch of money, way more than I intended to, to like get everything into our pantry, to get the things that made me feel comfortable with cooking. But Mm -hmm. I will tell you what, like in the last three weeks, I cooked chickpeas like exponentially more times than I ever have in my my whole life. And my family loves them. And I'm finding recipes where I can use things like coconut milk, like chickpeas, like the aquafaba, like the liquid that comes from chickpeas.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: as egg replacer, I'm using flax. I'm, I'm making nacho cheese out of nutritional yeast, like true vegans do, um, right? Like things that I never really thought that I'd have to do. But from a culinary perspective, it's kind of fun. I do not mind being in the kitchen and giving myself that space, but it's, mm-hmm. on the other hand, it's exhausting and it's taking up, you know, my like every thought I have about food goes yeah. back to that, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, or preparing for a meal or thinking about meal planning, thinking about grocery shopping takes twice as long, um, because you're like literally reading everything. And I can just, now it's getting faster. Cause I just know, like, don't even bother. Don't right. even bother. Don't look at any of the gluten-free breads. They all have egg in them. Yeah. Right. They all have yeast in them. Like Pizzas out of the question.
0: Um, so but you have to learn all of this. So it makes the rest of us who whine about having to cook a meal that you just found on all recipes. <laughs> we should not complain any longer. That's what I've decided.
1: <laughs> well, I no, everybody, everybody is warranted a little venting time. So, but I also think that like it's really opened my eyes to watching the behavior like of, of my kids and other kids and realizing. that it's all, it's like what we really do put into our bodies really does manifest. It manifests Mm -hmm. in how we look and how we feel, but also how our brain functions and how our body functions. And I know that from going gluten-free, just how fast, like how different my body responds internally um, compared to when I was eating gluten all the time. So I can only imagine the difference that he's feeling. And I will say like, it's all worth it. When I go, you know, we went back to the counselor, like maybe two weeks after we started the elimination diet and she uh, immediately, like as I was walking her through it and like what we're doing, she immediately sensed and she knew something was different because she could tell that from the way he was behaving in her office. And after they had their time to talk, she came out and reiterated that to me. She said, he is more concentration, more better focus, mm-hmm. and he's content doing the one thing instead of trying to be involved in anything else, Every anything and everything that's going on in the room. She said he is much calmer, like he's more centered as a person. He's not mm-hmm. frenetic. You don't sense like some he- hectic or nervous energy from him like she had in the past. And the other thing, which I think I would never really notice this, but an adult, especially a trained adult, would, was he makes and maintains eye contact better. Oh, that's huge. Which is, that's a one-to-one, like I see you, I am paying attention um, and I'm not fidgety. I've noticed that then like we're doing first t lessons. He's able to, like, he's not wiggly. He's not all over the place. Like he's five. He's going to be a little bit, but he's paying attention to the coach. The coach asked him to demonstrate for the other kids the other day. And he was like, he was solid. I mean, he wasn't trying to be funny. He wasn't goofing off. He wasn't wiggly and all over the place, you know, like sometimes, and sometimes you're like, Oh, that's just my kid. Right. But all of a sudden, like my eyes are now open to like, yeah, some of that is my kid, but some of that is like, is yeah. Like wasn't it, it doesn't have to be my Mm -hmm. kid. So like not to say like everybody go get an antibodies assessment for your kid, but if there's something underlying or you think that something's off, Or it's something that you just can't get your finger on. Like I was saying in the last episode, like Mm -hmm. we have had, you know, his entire life, just these giant fits and crying and not being able to pull him out of things and and watching him go through this whole cycle. And we've had like I think we are three weeks in and we've had like maybe one one of those where I like that felt like the old ones Mm -hmm. where but the rest of them, like, yeah, he still gets upset. Yeah, he still
0: throws a tantrum. He's
1: five. But they're They're much more contained and they're much more, we can get through them a lot faster. Like it's not this whole out of body experience to do it. So Mm -hmm. even that, like you can see, and my husband and I, you know, being the closest to it, it's hard to see the changes manifest, but we do. And so it's just something that like, I have a lot of hope and faith in, but can I just tell you, I'm so counting down the days with him on our calendar till (laughs) June Uh, Until mid June, and I've already decided. Like I'm already strategizing the foods that we can add back and win, right? Because then you add it back once every five days, one new food. I'm like, what do I give him first? Like, what can I give him first that will start to kind of take this burden and open up the doors to do it? So I will share with you what I think the first food was um, as we move forward, because that's you know a few months from now. So happy to keep kind of updating and also like sharing what lunches look like, what dinners look like, what breakfast look like, that kind of thing.
0: Well, I think that's huge too, because it doesn't mean that it's not just for kids who have an issue, whether it's an allergy or a behavioral, you know, like, okay, so it's a better, healthier lunch. It's a better, healthier breakfast. Like that's for everybody. That's a win for everyone. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that's huge. And I think it's, again, I think it's really, um, great that, um, you and your family decided to say, okay, well, this doesn't really work. Like something's not quite right here. And you step outside of yourself and say, okay, let's figure out how to fix it. And you're open to, you know, some people like, that sounds crazy to some people, like what the food that I'm giving my child is going to change how their meltdowns happen. Like, you know, to somebody like me, who's never been through that, then like, that's, when you first said that, I was like, really, that's a thing. Like Mm -hmm. really, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. But obviously it is. And so like, to be open to that, obviously you're going to be because you love your son and you want to do anything for him. But I just think that's really, um, it's something that's great that you shared with everybody because it's not talked about that often. It's, um, it's pretty common where I live. I live in Southern California and I've seen that I have a couple of friends who have done the same thing. And Mm -hmm. they can, as adults can tell me the huge difference in their cognitive behavior. Um, But as a child, you can't, you can't explain that. And so um, it's, it's quite a heavy task that you guys have taken on. And I love that you've decided to share it with everybody because I think that helps you kind of, like you said, vent about it, like (sighs) get it off your chest. Yeah. Also, you know, it opens up the conversation for other people who might be struggling or say, I don't even know what to do with this kid right now because it doesn't mean that you have to change their diet, but maybe this is another option you didn't think about that might help you. And
1: quite honestly, if, if we were going down the route of like an ADHD diagnosis or trying to medicate my kids, I would mm -hmm. absolutely like absolutely at least ask for the antibodies test first alongside that program. Like, yeah, I understand that this might be bigger than just that, but can we please look at the foods first? Because if it's as simple as eliminating something that is processed, that is, you know, like go watch any of the millions of documentaries on food and and how bad our food system is right now. But, and I'm not even like that, but say we, say he gets everything back in his diet. I am still going to be really cognizant of just like people do meatless Mondays, I'm going to be very cognizant of how much dairy, how much grain, how much stuff they're getting in their diet, because mm-hmm. I understand that like it can, it can affect that long term. So, right. you know, certainly like, as you said, like we didn't go into it knowing that this is going to be the output, but, mm-hmm. um, but we're here and we're in the middle of it and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to not fight for my kid and not try to give him the best. Right. and, Thank God he's just, he's going with it and, um, and he's such a good kid about it. So um, yeah, thanks for letting me kind of get that off my chest in some places, but yes. certainly like I will do a little bit more research on, um, on, and pay more attention to like the bloggers um, that I'm following, the recipes I've pinned, um, well, you I'm know, sharing all with of that
0: stuff. Audience, You know, because like I said, even if it's not for some specific diet that gives us other ideas that are better for our children and maybe that might spark something in somebody else that may want to reach out to you and you know ask a question or yeah.
1: you know oh absolutely yeah i'll put them in the show notes on mom Life on the website um and also just share some photos on our instagram uh when this episode comes up.
0: i love so. it thanks for listening to the mom buns podcast and don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts Feel free to leave us a review and spread the word if you like what we have to say. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.